You know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. John, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? Right here on WABC, where the phone number is 800-848-WABC. So uh, give me a call, and we're going to talk tonight about all sorts of fun things we are going to talk about you, about your skin. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about fat reduction. It is the time of the year that people start thinking about maybe getting rid of some of those extra pounds that they put on during the summer. Yes, it's true. happens all the time. Uh, at the end of the summer, people, uh, the exercise program kind of wanes and the pounds uh, connect, uh, collect. And here we are. It's, uh, it's almost winter. And we're looking at ourselves, and it might be time to do something about that fat. Well, my name is Dr. Arthur Perry. We're having a few technical difficulties tonight, so you'll hear a, a change in the, uh, the quality of the sound, but hopefully we'll get that rectified very soon. Once again, the phone number is 800-848-WABC. And what we're going to be doing tonight, as in uh, previous weeks, we're going to be giving away bottles of nighttime. Nighttime is that nourishing serum for the skin. And by the way, we're also on at KFNX in, Cleve in, uh, in Phoenix, not Cleveland yet, but we're working on it. KFNX is our a new affiliate, and uh, they're not suffering the way we are in the New York area, that's for sure, because, uh, boy, has it been cold the last week or so. It was... Uh, very, very cold. I guess it was in the 20s yesterday. Not good for your skin. So we're also going to talk about winter skin because, uh, boy, you're going to get it. If you don't have it already, you're going to get winter skin. And those of you who have it know exactly what I'm talking about. So during the show today, we're going to talk about you. We're going to talk about fat. We're going to talk about winter skin. We're going to talk about a skincare program. But we need your phone calls. And once again, the phone number nationwide, coast to coast, whether you're in Phoenix basking in the sun because it's 4 o'clock in Phoenix, or if you're in New York bundled up with your winter coat on, well, the phone number is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Give me a call. I'd love to answer your questions. See if you can stump me. You know, I don't think it's been done yet. I shouldn't say that because tonight will be the night. You'll, uh, you'll ask me about something I know nothing about, but I've been uh, doing pretty well with nine years on the radio. We're going to have our ninth anniversary in just three weeks. So it's a long time on the radio, and I love answering your questions. 1-800-848-WABC. 1-800-848-9222. 
And that includes you in Cave Creek. So go ahead and give us a call. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about fat. Why do we like it so much? We do. If you've ever seen an animal, now this, this gets a little, little uh, funny to talk about, but if you've ever seen an animal eat another animal, what do they do? <laughs> they go right for the fat first. And why do they go for fat? Because fat tastes good. It tastes good because we are genetically programmed to eat the most calorically dense substances we can possibly get our hands on. And the reason for that is because in nature, uh, you know, it's a survival of the fittest, and we're, we're trying to fight for food. Now, hopefully in our civilized society, we don't have to do that anymore, uh, but uh, our bodies are still programmed the way they were 10,000 and 15,000 years ago to eat the most calorically dense substances, and that's why fat tastes so good. There's no other reason for that. So whether you eat bacon or cheese or cheesecake, well, it's quite fattening, and, uh, and that has more calories than protein, more calories than carbohydrates. What, is, what does that have to do with the fat on your hips? Well, your body wants to store fat because, uh, again, in nature, who knows when the next meal would be coming. And so uh, because 10,000 years ago, humans only lived to about age 20, we didn't worry about heart disease and diabetes and things of that nature. Uh, we worried about where our next meal was going to come from. And if we could put on some pounds, particularly this time of year, put on the pounds this time of year, because there might not be food coming for a week or two weeks. So those of us, your ancestors, who had fat around the hips, and fat on the belly, and fat in other places could survive longer in times of starvation. Well, again, what does that have to do with liposuction, which is what I'm about to talk about? Well, uh, liposuction is a method of getting rid of the fat that your body wants to put on. And why would we want to do that? Of course, we all want to look better, and hopefully we're not going to be facing those, uh, those weeks or months of starvation the way our ancestors many, many years ago did. So 25 years ago, 25, 27 years ago, liposuction was introduced in the United States. And by the way, you're all saying, he pronounces it liposuction. I thought it was liposuction. And uh, in fact, back in the 1980s, everybody called it liposuction because the word is lipid. It's not lipid, right? Lipid, that's what fat is. And in Chicago, where I did my residency, uh, then, well, certainly uh, we, had, um, we had liposuction coming in. In 1983, it was introduced in Chicago and most of the country. By 1985, it was the most popular cosmetic surgical procedure in the United States and around the world because with liposuction, we could suction out small amounts of fat around your hips, around your belly, around, in your neck. Those are the most common areas uh, through very tiny incisions. We could suction those out safely. And over the years, we suctioned more and more fat. It got to be kind of like a space race uh, in the uh, 1980s. Who could suction out the most fat safely? And there were a lot of problems uh, when we started suctioning out lots and lots of fat. But liposuction certainly is a very safe procedure when it's done properly by a board-certified plastic surgeon. It's an outpatient procedure through tiny incisions, quarter-inch incisions, we can suction out certainly four or five pounds of fat very safely, and you can go back to work or go out just days later. Now, if we want to suction more than that, then it might be a good idea to uh, have the procedure in a hospital. 
Uh, if you want to suction up to 10 pounds, it, it probably is a good idea to stay overnight in a hospital to have your fluids monitored, and then you go home very safely the next day. Over 10 pounds of fat, quite honestly, I think you should be on a weight loss program as opposed to having liposuction. Now, we're going to take some phone calls, and then uh, after our break, we're going to talk about other methods of body contouring, tummy tucks, and that new one, Ultra Shape. But let's talk to uh, Linda. Linda, what can I do for you? You've got, uh, what kind of a problem do you have? What's your wrinkle, Linda? Linda, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Am I on? Go right ahead. What can I do for you? Um, what's the easiest way to get rid of a keloid? Does it have to be uh, surgically removed? Can it be lasered? I mean, what's, what's the Okay, where are your keloids, Linda? Uh, there's one. It's at, like, the base of my neck. Okay. Now, let me uh, educate the public. A lot of people don't really know what keloids are. They hear the term, uh, but let's uh, let everybody know what keloids are. Now, scarring, scarring is a normal part of, uh, of healing. We know that. Uh, we all make scars, but when we make red raised scars, they can be called hypertrophic scars. That's not a keloid. Keloids are actually tumors of the scar tissue. They're benign tumors of the scar tissue. Now, we're going to have to take a very short break. Now, Linda, I want you to hang on the line. Hang on through our three-minute break here when we uh, hear some commercial messages. And then we're going to come back and we're talk going to talk about keloids, what they really are, and how, if we can get rid of those. My name is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC and KFNX, Phoenix, and New York. We're going to take a short break, and uh, then we'll be back. The phone number, 800 848 9222-800-848-9222. We'll be back. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's Your Wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We've got our technical difficulties all solved thanks to the great engineers at WABC. So uh, my name is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on Coast to Coast here from uh, New York to Phoenix. And uh, you can become part of the show by calling 800-848-WABC. Linda, are you still on the line? I'm still here, yeah. Okay. Hello? So yeah. we were talking about scars. We were talking about keloids. So now uh, if you have a scar that's red and raised, but uh, kind of stays within the confines of the original scar, then that would probably be called a hypertrophic scar, treated very differently than a keloid. Now, a keloid, by definition, is a tumor, and it grows beyond the uh, borders of the original scar. So we've all seen people who have had their ears pierced, and they get this golf ball-like thing hanging from their ear. That's a keloid. Now, it is, unfortunately, still an unsolved problem in plastic surgery and in dermatology. There are some treatments. Uh, if we try and excise those keloids, that means if we try and cut them out, uh, they come back in about 50% of people. So that's, uh, you know, that's uh, kind of rolling the dice. And when we do excise those, sometimes the scar, in fact, usually the scar is even bigger than the first time. So another treatment is uh, the tried and proven steroid treatment. Steroids are injected into the keloids. They can shrink keloids. And uh, unfortunately, it has to be uh, done probably about twice a year, sometimes even more. Little bits of steroid injected into the keloids just to control them. It doesn't get rid of them, but it uh, can shrink them. Uh, you know, some people have used x-ray treatment, radiation therapy. I don't like that. 
I think radiation should be uh, reserved for malignancies, of which this is not, but it is a known treatment for keloids. Uh, so right now we don't have better treatments, unfortunately, uh, but if the keloids really bother you, then you might consider one of those things. Okay, Linda? Okay, thank you. All right, thanks so much. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC and KFNX. And we have another Linda on the line, Linda number two from Greenpoint. Uh, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Oh, thank you for taking my call. I wanted to um, get your opinion on a procedure called blue light, which, as I understand, is to uh, eliminate precancerous cells uh, on the face. Okay, now now it's not blue light, is it? It's uh, blue light is what's used for acne, and uh, I don't know if there's a, is there a, could you have stumped me here? Is there a blue light for precancerous cells? I'm not sure about that, uh, but we're going to look that up now. Uh, I think, however, you have that a little bit wrong. Uh, I don't believe that any light therapy can eliminate precancerous cells. Do you know specifically the name of what you're talking about? I just remember it was either uh, Fido or Photo, something or other, and you they put this liquid on your face, and then you sat under a light for 40 minutes, and then you went home and, and had tremendous burning uh, for about 24 hours, and then eventually the skin begins to peel, and the treatment protocol was... Uh, one of these about every two, let me see, it was about every eight weeks, depending on the problems that you were having. And because, and because this is so... Um, now, now, let me just interrupt for a minute. You're talking, are you talking about the treatments for psoriasis? No, no, I sir. I think you are. No, no this no? is okay. for people who constantly are going in for biopsies on their face uh, because they're getting these pimply... Uh, things that or any mark on the face that doesn't go away and so the doctor biopsies and if, if the thing is malignant well then there's a uh, Mohs and everyone else involved so yeah this right so you're talking what you're talking about is that. called it's called photodynamic therapy okay that's it. and that's and there it. are lights that's right with uh, with a chemical called amino levulinic acid Okay, L.A. Now, this is done strictly by dermatologists. Plastic surgeons do not get involved in this. And it is known, okay, I, I didn't quite understand what you were talking about initially, but this is one of the uh, the things that can possibly be used for pre-malignant things. So, so you're correct there. But there are, for the most part, better things. Uh, and uh, as a plastic surgeon, I would uh, not get involved in that. I'd send you to a dermatologist. However, uh, it is known to be effective uh, but there are things that are better, in my opinion. So if you get these things called actinic keratoses, actinic keratoses are pre-malignant, and they can develop into squamous cell carcinomas of the face. Now, there are different things. There's something called effudex. That's a, uh, a chemical that's used on the skin. Uh, and there is a new one called Picado. Sounds like a uh, something in an Italian restaurant. Uh, that only requires three days of treatment on the face and two days on the body. Uh, those are other methods of destroying pre-malignant things. There's cryotherapy, which also turns out to be very, very effective in destroying actinic keratoses 
Those are those pre-malignant things. So uh, I do believe that's what you're talking about. I think there are better things, which is why that is not particularly popular, uh, certainly amongst plastic surgeons. We have not adopted that therapy. Uh, some dermatologists have. So hopefully I've answered uh, some of your uh, question, maybe not entirely your, your whole question. But thanks so much for calling, Linda. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC, KFNX. New York and Phoenix. Uh, so we have just a little bit of time before we go to our break. And when we return from the break, we're going to be talking uh, in uh, New York. We're going to be talking a little bit about lung cancer. In Phoenix, we're going to be talking about your skin. How do I do that? It's magic. <laughs> it really is. But we're going to be doing that. And uh, uh, as far as fat goes, we talked a little bit about liposuction. I think I'm going to have to reserve the tummy tuck discussion for next week. And that new thing that I've been doing so much of, Ultra Shape, that is the non-invasive therapy. We're going to have to devote an entire show to that. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. We're going to be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? We are back. This is... Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? Now, before we get into our very interesting uh, upcoming segment on lung cancer, I do want to just clarify the answer that I gave uh, to Linda a couple minutes ago about photodynamic therapy. Uh, the, the words she chose kind of confused me a bit, and I know exactly what she's talking about. And uh, this is a therapy that is in use mostly by dermatologists. I don't know any plastic surgeons that do this for actinic keratoses. Those are those pre-malignant things on the face that can develop into squamous cell carcinoma. Um, it turns out uh, that it is a very effective treatment, and uh, but there's controversy. There's controversy whether or not photodynamic therapy is any better than cryotherapy. There was a paper a couple years ago that said, yes, uh, for individual spots, it's probably a little bit better than cryotherapy because with cryotherapy, that means freezing these things off. Uh, you might get a white mark on your face. That's, uh, that's the problem because when we freeze, sometimes the freezing can go a little too far. Uh, however, for widespread, there are people that come in and they've got 10 or 20 of these actin actinic keratoses, and for those, freezing turns out to be a better solution. Or something like uh, what I mentioned to you a little while ago, Effudex or Picado. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We have on the line uh, Dr. Sabina Hussein. Sabiha, I'm sorry to mispronounce your name. She's an assistant professor of, uh, of medicine at Robert Wood Johnson Medical School, and we're going to be talking about a very serious subject this evening. We're going to talk about lung cancer, which is a subject uh, that I have a great interest in because uh, I've had... Uh, lost, unfortunately, my father uh, earlier this year, and he did have lung cancer, although that wasn't the cause of his death, but uh, it certainly was uh, a big thing in his life. Uh, Dr. Hussein, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, thanks so much for taking time on this uh, Saturday evening. So how many people every year in the United States develop lung cancer? Do you know? Yeah, uh, approximately 160,000 people um, actually die from lung cancer yearly, but approximately 1.5 million people worldwide develop lung cancer. So, and it's actually the leading cause of cancer deaths in both men and women, uh, not only in the United States, but worldwide. You know, so that's, those are enormous numbers. Yeah. It's, a, it's a frightening disease, but uh, is there a prevention for it? Well, as you know, approximately 85% of lung cancer is caused by smoking. So, of course, um, 
quitting smoking and and avoiding as much secondhand smoke as possible would help with prevention. But there is a subset of individuals, approximately 15% of individuals develop lung cancer and they've never smoked. Um, and that's related more to pollution risks, uh, something like biomass exposure that's happening in the third world where people are cooking with uh, different things like dung and, um, and then also radon exposure. So there is a subset of patients where it's really not preventable, but a large portion of individuals, 85% of individuals, can actually prevent um, by quitting smoking or never starting to smoke. Um, yeah. Yeah, my guest this evening is Dr. Sabiha Hussein, who's an assistant professor of medicine at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital and at Robert Johnson Robert Wood Johnson Medical School in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And by the way, this is Lung Cancer Awareness Month, which is why we're talking about this terrible disease of of lung cancer. You know, when I see teenagers smoke, it hurts me. It really yeah. hurts me. I see it, and it just uh, you know you just want to scream. What are you doing? Why are children smoking? And, and we know that most people that start smoking start when they're very young. My father started smoking when he was about 12, unfortunately, and he didn't quit until after his first heart attack. So, uh, you know, what... Yeah, what, yeah uh, we still what see that is, today. You know, they, we yeah, have like 10-year-olds who are, who are smoking and oh. just don't, um, yeah, think the media so, as well as um, just peer pressure itself, I think, is really influence these people. And I think that there are ads now out that I find very encouraging where they're not just focusing in on the end result of lung cancer, but, you know, other results of smoking and trying to prevent these young children from starting. Um, the other impacts, like their, their physical features, as well as money and all those kinds of things. So I hope that down the line, we have seen a decrease in lung um, incidents, lung, you know, just smoking well, incidents. So hopefully yeah. that will translate you know, that, to less cancers. Yeah, and, and, and hopefully we're going to convince children not to smoke. Now, yeah. I want to talk for a minute. We don't have too much time, so yeah. I want to talk about screening. I was screened earlier this year. Tell me about lung cancer screening. How do you do it? How much does it cost? Who should have it? Sure. Um, as you know, there was a recent um, study that came out. The lung cancer, lung, sorry, the National Lung Cancer Screening Trial, um, which said that individuals who are screened, so we say high-risk individuals who are between the age of 55 and 74, who have a greater than 30-pack year smoking history, and individuals who are current smokers or, or individuals who quit smoking within the past 15 years, we would classify them as high-risk. And those individuals. And how much does how much does the screening test cost? They cost for those nine, out there. ninety nine dollars. Um, and actually, Medicare is actually has approved the screening trials, so um, they're probably going to be covered by insurance. So they should that be is excellent. done yearly. That music is pulling yeah. us away, Doctor Hussein. It's no a problem. short uh, program, unfortunately. Thank you so much for taking no time on this Saturday Thank evening. You so much. Now, if anyone wants more information about the lung cancer screening program at Robert Wood Johnson, go to rwjuh.edu online, rwjuh.edu. And Robert Wood Johnson, by the way, has an 800 number, and it is 888-MD-RWJUH. You can get information about lung cancer and about any of the medical conditions that you might have or relatives might have. 
I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. You've been listening to What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.